toast. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Take this woman. <laughs> not peeing bottles is not fun. And don't even get me started on cans. Oh my oh god, my a gosh. sharp object? It's not. You remember that next door neighbor of mine? Wait, what? You know what's uh, weird? That we've like adapted as human beings? No. It's really weird that we have just completely decided it's okay to use mirrors. What do you mean? They're not a correct, accurate representation of us. So, you, you, when we look at a mirror, we look at us like, you know, like... They're a reflection. Mirror, they're a reflection of but us. But we see our reverse. Exactly. But you know that there's actual, like, correct mirrors out there? Like, they're just more expensive. But there's what? mirrors that, like, they already have a, a reflected, I guess, a correct version of us. Like a second reflection. Yeah, exactly. A second reflection so we can actually see what we actually look like. But we don't use those. We use... The mirrors that show us the wrong version of us. What if we? it's just not that? Is we were never supposed to see ourselves. If there was no pictures, for example, no social media, we would never, ever see. I, I've outgrown it. I want to see my real self. <laughs> You're over your, your other self. Yeah, I'm done with it. I'm too ugly in that mirror. I, I bet the real me looks better. You ready to get into it? Mm -hmm. All right. Today's episode and theme is, oh, that's a tough conversation. That's a theme. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. And uh, before we get started, hit the subscribe button. You know you want to. Come on. Be part of this awesome neighborhood here. And uh, we want you guys part of their journey. And uh, I'm sure we'll keep you entertained one way or another. So let's go ahead and just jump into it. First story here is, am I the a-hole for judging the breakfast my husband makes for me? My husband and I had a baby around a month ago. Hubs is back at work and I am on maternity leave. Lately, my husband has been making me toast every morning as a little treat for me before he goes to work. And it's such a great gesture. All I've been craving post-pregnancy is peanut butter on toast. But the thing is, his toast, I can hardly call it that. He barely toasted. The middle of the bread has only changed color very slightly and the edges are still perfectly soft. It's warmed bread. It is what it is. Have you ever had a slightly toasted toast? It's confusing. Be bread or be toast. But if you try to be both, then you're neither. And while I do appreciate that he's making me a meal and I know in my heart that it's a thought that counts, I just want actually toasted toast back in my life, especially as it's all I'm craving. I've mentioned it several times in the last week or so that I don't mind making my own toast, but he insists in making me the toast for me before he goes to work. And I eat the barely toasted toast because I don't like food waste if I can avoid it. But then because I've eaten the barely toasted toast, it'd be too much food for me if I made myself a second piece of actual toast after he's left. I don't get the toast taste I'm really craving for. So the other day when he was going to put the bread in the toaster, I asked him if he wouldn't mind leaving the bread in there just a little bit longer this time. He asked me if I didn't like his toast. And I said, no, I love that you've been making me toast. I just wouldn't mind it a little bit toastier. He got a bit annoyed and said that he gets up earlier to make me my toast every morning. And now he felt like I didn't appreciate his toast. I said I did appreciate his toast but would appreciate it more if it were actually toast. <laughs> 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 
but I shouldn't have put it like that because he told me I could make my own toast if I didn't think he was up to the task of toasting. I said I would, and I think this hurt him even more. I feel really bad that I hurt his feelings, but I feel like we've always asked for and given feedback on dishes we cook for one another previously, so I thought it'd be okay if I just politely asked for my toast to be slightly more toasted. Should I have just kept eating the bad toast? And am I the a-hole for bringing it up with him? Okay, let's get straight into it. All right. You make me a lot of stuff. Sure do. What are you about to say here, huh? I give you a lot of feedback. Does it bother you? No, it doesn't bother <laughs> me. I actually look for feedback because I don't feel like my food is always up to par. But this is just toast. So it's not a big deal, yo, in my eyes. So if you cooked for an hour, mm -hmm. you wouldn't like feedback? I would. And I'm okay with feedback. This guy doesn't seem like no, he can take feedback. That was a lot. I know myself, though, enough. Like, I'm self-aware. Like, I mean, was it like maybe like two, no, like a month ago? I made a dish and I was like, hey, this is not it. Yeah. You know? I was like, I did not put the accurate uh, items in here that go together. So just just be aware that it, this is not it, you know? I thought that it was going to be our problem, which is sometimes we toast things a little too much. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, wait. But the thing is, because I, I think that's well, more no, my fault. No, we liked burnt tortilla. I, I love burnt tortilla. It's on I, purpose. I actually do love burnt tortilla, by the way. That's not a joke. I love burnt yeah, tortilla. Yeah, I don't think we ever mean to nah, make it's it. Not purpose, it's not purposefully. Um, uh, but but at the toast part, I also fudge up a toast. But it's because I'm like trying to do so many things at once that I'm like, oh man, a toast. And then, then I, and, you know. There was a time up. where mm -hmm. I was... um. I do make breakfast for us, right? And there was a time there where I think you were trying to bulk or something. So your request for breakfast had gotten pretty big. And it yeah. was a lot of moving parts. Mm -hmm. And um, I always like to cook my stuff first or start cooking it first so that yours is the warmest. Mm. You know? So if I cook so yours first... <laughs> So because of that, though, there was one time where I just wanted myself, I was making your whole breakfast and I just wanted avocado toast egg, you know, yeah. like, and I burnt like three pairs of bread <laughs> because I was, I would put it, you know, that takes yeah. a while. And then I would start doing yours and then there's another piece and, another, and then I'm like, oh, the toast, oh, burnt, dang it. And then throw it away. It was like, even when I burn it, sometimes I'll suck it up. Yeah. Because I don't like wasting food. I really yeah. don't like wasting food. So I'll suck it up or I'll try to like scrape off the bread. I've done that before. I, I've, I've had situations where it's like the last two slices of bread. <laughs> <laughs> and then I accidentally burn it. I'm like, no, I don't get a second chance, you know? Yeah. So then I'll, I'll take the knife and I'll just cut the edges <laughs> trying to like save, you know, save whatever's left there. Um, so yeah, hardships, you know, hard times. Were, they were goners. Now, back to the story here. I don't know why this guy's so sensitive about his toes. Yeah. Is it because... I, I actually want to know this part. I want to know um, from OP, does he make any other food out other than toast? Because it could just be like she's hitting a nerve by saying things like, hey, can you just make it toast here? And to him, he's like, oh, you don't think I'm capable of doing toast. But if that's like the anyway. simplest task to do... Maybe he just feels insecure because, like, man, I can't make any other food and I'm fudging up toast, too. Like, what the fudge? 
I mean, I'm happy to take suggestions, you know, because I'm not the one that eating it. And the purpose of me making it is so that you enjoy it. Yeah. I'm not making it just to make it, Thanks. you know? So if you like there's something that you like you know, can I, you put more raisins can you put more cinnamon can you like yeah i, I got the perfect solution for this you ready for mm-hmm. it all right one way or another get him out of the house or or in the middle of the night 3 a.m 4 a.m whatever it is okay okay or just wait for him to go to work because she's not okay. Okay. Home. Either way. <laughs> whichever one works for you okay um yeah just make sure he's not home and then get all the loaf of bread because they pre-toasted? all get pre-toasted. Just put it in the in the uh, in the stove or whatever. I don't know whatever the heck you guys are using. A toaster. Uh, a toaster. I don't know. I, whatever. And just lightly heat it up a bit. Not enough that it'll make it like crusty or, or hard. Um, just enough that it'll warm it up a tiny bit so that when he puts it, it actually ends up heating up more and becomes actual toast. With the old noggin right there, yeah. All right, let's see here. People are saying, "Hey, toast no longer looks like a real word." <laughs> That's true. I said toast in this in this like reading so many times. It lost its meaning. It lost its meaning. Not that cool. Toast needs to be toasted, not barely warmed bread. Somebody else said, "Your husband is being weird." I'm surprised you didn't tell him earlier. Not that cool. And then OP replied saying, "Well, I felt a bit bad because he's so sweet and he's trying to do me a favor." I just can't handle any more warmed bread. I actually, maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I both love warmed bread and very toast. Toast. But not just regular toast? No. I more so... Ugh, regular toast. Ugh, it's the worst. <laughs> I like... I, I'm not a middleman. I'm either warmed bread or very toast toast. Because it just hits better. It just does. So I, I don't know about her. I take I take her man's. You know, gave him over to me. I, I'll I'll take warm bread. You know, couldn't she put it on the stove? Only one side would get toasted because the other side already has the peanut butter. But isn't but that is, an upgrade to just warm bread? Yeah, but the, the the issue is that she has to eat it in front of him. Because he doesn't leave. Like, he, he makes it. Oh, are and they then, not in a rush like we always are? No, I was I don't thinking. Think <laughs> I, I, I was thinking maybe he is running out of time always. Yeah. So he's like, toast. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Take this woman. <laughs> uh, it could be. I don't know. I, I don't think so. It's from the, from the whole situation. I mean, he wakes up earlier to make the toast. It just seems like he's trying to really be thoughtful and and get it done before he leaves. That being said, I feel like he's also being too, like, I don't know, sensitive about his toast in the way where he's, like, overprotecting his toast. Somebody said, hey, not that echo for bringing it up with him. Your husband sounds unusually touchy. You're not criticizing his taste or his culinary skill or demanding he fix you something complicated. All you're asking is for him to leave the bed and the toaster for a bit longer. And I did notice, by the way, when I did, when I added this story, there was no update. But there is an update now. Ooh. You want to hear it? Yeah. All right. Let's hear it. So when he was three. <laughs> <laughs> it all started in the academy. <laughs> all right. Update is, Hobbs apologized. Hooray. He told me he was just overtired slash stressed about work and the baby. And I caught him in the absolute worst minute. I apologized for not telling him earlier. 
Get this. He started making the toast less toasty because the first time he did it, I was recovering from a cold, so he didn't want it to be too crusty for my sore throat. Aww. Then, when I didn't say anything, he kept making it because he thought that's the way I like it now. <laughs> Guess that makes me the echo after all. <laughs> so it was, he had been having a horrible week. It's Thursday, you know, it's not quite Friday Yo. yet, and you just can't wait for this week to be over. He's like, you know, everyone has been screaming at me at work. I haven't been getting any praise. Everyone has a complaint. But my wife, her smile every time she eats my toast, that's what gets me through the day. Can you just leave it in the toaster for a bit longer? <laughs> that's enough. I've had <laughs> it. <laughs> just the whole bread bag just crushes it. Yo, honestly, I can't even blame the guy. I've been there. Yeah. You know, we've all been there. We've yeah, all been we stressed over times where we it's just, just a react. tiniest little pebble yeah. that pushes you over the edge you know sad guy but honestly you know what 10 out of 10 that, that's hubby of, hubby of the world you know hubby of the of the year whatever you know okay. I, I, again if you don't want him lady i take him just i can use some warm bread in the morning you know so okay is that a dig at me <laughs> you know? no i'm the one <laughs> no uh I, I love you baby i love you Ready for the you're always rejecting my bread Am I the echo for making out with a guy at the bar when the guy I'm seeing said he was single? Oof. I know dating colleagues is frowned upon, but here we go. I, female 28, and Jack, male 29, men at work. We have been seeing each other for 11 months and we kept it in the low in the beginning because we didn't know if it was a fling or the real thing. We have exchanged I love yous, etc. and dates are implied and he spends every weekend at my place and many nights on weekdays too. I know that some colleagues are suspicious. It's not against the rules in our workplace. We were out on a work outing with our colleagues at a restaurant. After a few drinks, colleagues started pestering us and asking if we were an item. And I looked at him and smiled and nodded. He just said, no, 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 absolutely not. We are not an item. Where did you hear that? To everyone to hear. Then the colleague asked, so you're single? To him, and he replied, yes. I was shocked, and he avoided eye contact with me. We had a few more drinks, and one of the guys in the bar who's been looking at me the whole evening came and started talking when I went to the bar to order. I didn't go back to the table, but spent the rest of the evening with this new company. The guy was very flirtatious, and we ended up making out, and I heard the colleagues from my table catcalling. Is this the right word? Jack looked horrified. Suddenly, he was trying to have eye contact with me. I didn't look his way. I didn't go home with the guy, even if I so wanted to. But it would have been for the wrong reasons, just to hurt someone else. But we exchanged numbers. Jack saw us do that. I went home alone. Jack called me around a dozen times, then showed up at my door. He said that I was an a-hole for doing this. But was I? He adamantly denied having a girlfriend, even though he knew how hurtful that was. If he was single, then why does he care that another single human is doing? He asked to come inside. I didn't let him in because I was hurt. He asked me if I was going to see the guy, and I said it was none of his business. Now he's adamant that I am the a-hole. Oh, okay. I think she is the a-hole. Okay, me too. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think it's because, like, that's 11 months of a work that you put into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And because, and yes, I agree that he was an idiot and he shouldn't have done that. 
but it was in the panic of the moment. I bet he didn't know what to say, whether like, because it could have been that maybe he said yes. Maybe he thought, oh my gosh, is, is this going to cause issues for her? So he was, he said no. The way he said no was pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. The homie really just, I mean, he sold it, you know? <laughs> but uh, just because... He, he started uh, doing the all the single ladies dance <laughs> in the middle of it. <laughs> you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, even if he said it that way and even if he messed up that hard, I think it was a mistake. And, and for her to throw away 11 months because just to get a little bit of heady revenge, I don't think it's worth it. But what do you think? Okay. My reasoning for saying that she's the asshole is because they had been keeping it on the low and they hadn't discussed how they would go about revealing it or if they were ready to. That wasn't a conversation that was had before. Yeah. I think that the conversation of what would we say if someone asked should have been brought up too. And like that, they could have been on the same page that they were going to deny it. Or something, you know? Um, Just game plan it. Yeah, so that both of them, neither of them are caught off guard. Especially because it sounded like they made eye contact and it looked like she was okay with revealing this information. she smiled. She's like... Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's time, isn't it? (laughs) Just like a a spotlight on her. Just, oh, yeah. (laughs) No. No, 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 no. 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 Her? Oh. <laughs> that ugly <laughs> monkey? Oh. That ugly monkey. <laughs> Just, like, he really went out of yeah. his way to be like, no. You know? Okay. And I will expose you a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Why are you always going to put me on the spot here? I don't think it's a bad thing. All right, all right, it's just that, it. like, you and I started going out very soon after your previous relationship. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you didn't want your parents to get the wrong idea of me or that I was a rebound or anything like that. And I was going to meet them because uh, you were graduating from high school and I was going to go and um, your parents were going to do something for you afterwards. And they asked you like, Hey, you can ask, you can have anyone that you want come. Yeah. And you invited me. Right. And we had discussed it and you said, I'm going to say that we're just friends. Mm -hmm. And like that, I understood I agreed to it and I showed up. Yeah. So when they did ask and you said that we were just friends, I didn't get upset by it and I didn't just start acting single. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. Your parents didn't believe it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. <laughs> it was yeah. obvious. You can see right through it. Yeah. Um, but my point is, you can be on the same page. So this is something that they should have talked about beforehand. Yeah. And if they didn't. I can see how if we hadn't talked about it and then they ask, is that your girlfriend? And you say no. That would hurt my feelings. Yeah. But acting the way that she did is very immature. Yeah. I mean, making it out with him and also almost sleeping with a guy. That's that's a little too much for a little bit of revenge, you know? But then again, you also can go the other direction. He... Like, okay, if nothing, and, and this is where, like, there's, like, such a great line. And, and I'm like, gosh, thank goodness we're not at the dating scene anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And because when we were dating, well, at least when we were in the dating scene, right, and we were those single ladies, uh, it was, dating was so much different. Date Like, apps and, and all these, I don't we know, titles. We were also titles. in high school. Yeah, that's too. But, um, like, I, I feel like this world of um, putting titles on people and, and all that has become so much more 
acceptable that now unless you say that we are actually in a relationship or we are excluded ex- inclusive inclusive to just us exclusive exclusive to just us you can go out and be as you know how as much as you want like they're in it and it's okay so in this situation if they never actually tie the knot if they never were like yeah we're dating if they never were like oh yeah we're in a relationship then i guess it's socially acceptable for her to just go and do that you know um because she's know. still a single lady technically when you go on a first date mm-hmm. i feel like you can be going on other dates and you don't yeah. necessarily have to um reveal that information because you're just getting to know people but i think after a couple of dates you do kind of have the obligation to let them know or establish that say hey are you seeing anyone else just because like i'm not and yeah. i would like for us not to or something this has been 11 months but if nobody oh, everybody is up? leaping at your place every weekend and most nights during the week no this is not that there is another reddit story that i that i actually picked up or not picked up red um while trying to find stories for this episode mm-hmm. and there was this other story where a guy was super just head over heels for this girl okay and he did everything to to be on her good side and and she was she 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 was you know she was liking him every literally almost every day they were hanging out together okay. at his place just the whole time they went for like a year like this and finally um after him trying to ask her out a couple of times she said yes and okay. they started dating officially to find out that the whole time that they that they were going on dates, they were hanging out at his place every night watching movies together, she actually was sleeping with other guys and dating other guys and seeing other guys the whole year. Okay, but it sounds like he asked so, her out and she kept saying no. So that's at least coming to understanding that we're not It's exclusive. just weird because she didn't see anything wrong with it. And I think it's odd that we're okay with this, that, that, that this is kind of where, like, you know, society is like, yeah. I mean, that's okay. Whatever. There is a couple edits here just to answer some questions. Mm-hmm. You want to hear them? First answer here is no. We didn't agree on keeping a secret. Only in the beginning. Two, no, we haven't talked specifically about making it official. We just were, or so I thought. Mm-hmm. Three, yes, we knew that colleagues knew, and we thought it was funny how they're being nosy. But they knew there's something, and we knew that they knew. We knew that they knew that they knew that we knew. Yeah. <laughs> that we know they know we know four it is not as awkward at work as you think i just ignore him and people are gossiping about when and why we broke up but as usual nobody asked directly i only answer when asked directly five i'm not taking back jack the moment he said he was single it broke something happy in me and i know myself well to know i won't ever get over it anytime soon he asked me to make it official now and start over i said no interesting i mean sure i i don't know i'm kind of torn about this because she's making it seem like she's in the right i don't think necessarily that she's completely in the right i don't think she's completely wrong i think everybody kind of sucks here well if it's right for her i guess it is her life at the end of the day right Yeah, because to me if we hadn't established that you were going to say that and you had done it, I think I would have reacted the same way as she did. <laughs> I don't have time with this. Like, mm. I'm done. But that is, that was one month versus 11. I just feel like that's too much time to put into a relationship to just start away like that. Because mm. I think at the end of the day, he might have just really been stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Next story. 
Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for not wanting to give up my man cave? My wife and I have a four-month-old and will be trying for a second baby soon. We have a three-bedroom house and one of the rooms is my man cave, aka all the crap my wife doesn't want strewn about. Last night, she said, when the second baby is born, we'll need to have the man cave converted into baby room number two. And my things will need to be put in a storage unit until we can buy a bigger home, which realistically won't be for another five plus years. I told her I don't think that's necessary and fully expected our babies would share a bedroom. And once they're a little older, we would be ready to move to a bigger home where they could have their own rooms. She thinks I'm being unrealistic and selfish. Babies slash kids share bedrooms all the time. But I do see her point. My family is my number one priority. But at the end of the day, I also need a space for myself. My wife doesn't want my collection of records, tapes, books, and video games in the living room or our bedroom. So the only alternative is to put everything away in storage elsewhere. Am I being a selfish a-hole for expecting that our babies slash toddlers would share a bedroom for a few years just so that I can keep my room? What are your thoughts? Okay. I have recently learned a lot about babies. (laughs) Yeah? You've been studying them up? There's a couple in specific, Matt and Abby, that I watch. And she just finished having her second baby. Nice. And she got pregnant really soon after her first. Oh, that's tiring. So this one, four months, and they're going to start trying for a second one. How Do you know how far apart uh, the person you're talking about? I think the kids end up being 13 months apart. Okay, that's not too No, too that soon, is, because nine still... months to be pregnant. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, baby was born, and then... 19 months later, they started trying? No, yeah. like, that's how far apart born they are. Dang, that's pretty soon. I think. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure. I think the, the first baby just turned one. Dang. And now they, they have a second one. And to me, at the beginning of the story, thinking how my brain would think uh, of not having kids... Yeah, it's cool. They can have one bedroom that they share until, like, they each start getting a little bit bigger, you know? Maybe starting into their teens or something. But something that I hadn't thought about is that one baby has its routine and its schedule. Mm -hmm. And baby number two, it might not align with baby number one's sleep schedule or activities. Therefore, if baby number one is taking a nap and ha- you have trained it over the course of this one year to have a sleep schedule and then you have baby number two waking baby number one up, then you're just going to have chaos yeah. and you yourself are not going to be able to sleep. And when are you going to have time to like rest? And you guys are both going to just be up all time, either w- with one baby or the other. So I can see the need for a second baby room. Yeah, I think so too. But I, at the same time, you don't need a man cave. I'm right? one of three. We never had baby rooms, <laughs> <laughs> and we all turned out all right. Make it work, baby. Make it work. I I do want to say though, this story is actually pretty complex when it comes down to, um, uh, the details, mm-hmm. and and also um, what people feel about it, because in the exterior side of it, right, and just like first glance, you see, oh, dude, just Get rid of your man cave. Like, it ain't that big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. But the details within the story is that she doesn't want his stuff anywhere. Yeah. It's either you get rid of the man cave and it goes to the storage unit or you fight for it and you keep your stuff at your house where you prefer it to be, right? So it seems kind of iffy. Like, like why can't yeah. you guys just come to a, a some sort of, you know, like, 
compromise. Just put your stuff where you know you like it to be. Unless it's like really obnoxious stuff, like he has a life size, I don't know, action figure, whatever of like you know, and, and he wants to put it in the living room. Yeah, dude, that's no. I you just, know? Okay, I kind of get her though. And I totally understand what you're saying, and I agree. It can't just be, I need this to be a, a second baby, and your things need to go. Like, yeah. Everything is one way and one way only, and there's no compromise there. All of your stuff need to go into storage, you know? But at the same time, with us, I feel like you do not care a lot or even close to how I care about how the house looks. Mm. For me to be like fully happy and relaxed, my home is tidy. Yeah. And you don't care. Like you like a lot of stuff. You know? Fair enough. You like to clutter up spaces. You like not putting things back where they go. You like leaving cabinets open and your socks everywhere. And you like, oh, there's a really nice couch. Can we get it? I'm like, where is it gonna <laughs> fit? You know, yeah. we'll make it fit somewhere. And I'm just like, it's not gonna work you know so i can kind of get that where if your place is a smaller place or it's already filled with a certain amount of things that it barely looks okay as it is yeah adding another bookshelf it doesn't seem like a lot but it just clutters up the space and it's no longer like a comfy place to be it's and i guess it all just really does come down to how much shit does he have? You know, how much stuff is he is he holding in that room, right? Because if it's nothing, nothing, nothing crazy, then it should be reasonable enough to put it in the living room or you know in the in the bedroom wherever it needs to go there. But we don't know how their bedroom or living room look. Well, there's a lot of edits here. You want to okay. hear that is? Yeah. And this is where I say like, oh, this gets a little bit complicated because there's a lot to kind of unpack here. Okay. Edit number one. No, my wife does not necessarily have her own room, but has the whole house to do with as she pleases, while I try to keep all of my things contained into this one space. Because a lot of people were asking about that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, well, and this, this is always a defense, and I don't know if it's necessarily right, because every couple is different, but this was the, the main thing, or, or one of the biggest things, where it was like, well, you get your own room, where's her space, huh? Well, according to him, you know, she gets the whole house. He can't decorate anything. No, I kind of get that where she doesn't have her own space. But I didn't bring that up just because how he mentioned she doesn't want it in our room. To me, it sounded like she had a a lot of saying what goes in the room. Mm -hmm. So to me, like, I think the bedroom does not look like I want it to look. Yeah. And I don't feel nice in that space, you know? Um but the living room, when I can get it cleaned and everything put away, like the living room and the kitchen, I feel like I, I say a lot in, in what goes in here. Yeah. Because this is the one part that I'm like, yeah, every everything has its place and everything's put away. I don't want you to add anything else. So I kind of can take that as my own space, even mm-hmm. though I don't have my own room per se. Yeah. You know, and the bedroom has your workstation. You know, your desk and stuff. So to me, that's more of yours. So, yeah, she doesn't have her own room, but if she has, like, majority say... Everywhere else, then... Yeah. It kind of, like, balances out, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Edit number two is, in defense of my wife not wanting all of my stuff around the house, I totally understand and respect it. It's both our house, and she prefers things to be tidy and sparse, while I like to clutter and have a lot of shit. 
As for the babies, our four-month-old leaves peacefully through the night and has done so since she was about six weeks old. And a newborn would sleep in our bedroom with us until they're also sleeping through the night before we would have them sharing a room together. Hmm. I agree that an infant waking up a toddler isn't fair and envision this only beginning once both children are sleeping through the night. I'd also like to add that this wasn't an argument between my wife and I. This was a calm conversation between the two of us, and at no point did I ever say I refuse to give up a man cave. Relationships are about honest and open communication, and if you can't do so without it devolving into an argument, you don't have a very healthy relationship. Ultimately, I admit to being selfish here, and would like to find a compromise that everyone can be happy with, whether it be my records and such, being stored neatly on shelves in a shared living space or our children comfortably sleeping in the same room. If ever our toddler or my wife found the situation to be unbearable, I would give up the room in a heartbeat. So Boring to good. <laughs> healthy relationships? Oh, uh. Get out of here. Get out of here. Um, but I will say, if they're going to sleep, if the baby's going to sleep in their bedroom yeah. until they gain a sleep schedule what's the issue uh why well, can't he just have him there and then once he's ready so that's what it's, that, that's, together that's the whole thing like i think i think he's not the hijo. i think at the end of the day he's not the hijo, which is weird because we always only find equals here i think he's i think he's being more reasonable than the wife is i think the wife is she the just one. wants them to have two rooms yeah so far we didn't hear any supporting evidence as to why and the one yeah. that i said about keeping the kids comfortable in, in sleep schedules yeah Guess we saw it by him sleeping there. So, which I think it's even better to be honest. I've never understood the whole thing of, hey, you put your toddler in in their own room or not toddler baby <laughs> because we didn't grow up with living with anywhere other than this one room true. total. <laughs> this is true, but but even then, I I don't I just don't get it. And maybe one of you guys can explain it to me because I've always thought that's well, how scary movies happen. That's exactly how scary movies happen. <laughs> Second point. What if something happens to the baby? Like, and, and you can't get out of your room quick enough. And they just, like, let's say it starts choking or something. Or you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, you just hear him choking and you're like, oh, crap. And then you start running to the bedroom, but it's too far away. Whereas to, if you wake up because you hear him choking and he's right next to you, you're like, oh, God, 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 you know, whatever. I don't know how you make a baby not choke. <laughs> <laughs> just laughing and in the back, oh, oh, spit it out, you know? I don't know how it is, but I always thought it was a healthier choice to keep the baby in the bedroom at least until they can you know sleep through the night yeah. or they're a little bigger like when you're older or something i'll say two things one an interesting option that my parents opted for with my older brother okay and i think a little bit of me but i was a baby obviously is a hammock over their bed and that's where they would put my l older brother what a hammock uh, i feel like it's a lot easier for a baby to die in a hammock why because if you turn around, like, if the baby, like, rolls over, you know how hard it is to maneuver yourself in a hammock? It's tough. Yeah, but you swaddle a baby anyway, so. I guess so. I guess it would, I just well, think. Well, he's alive now, okay? Which is so. a good thing, and I'm so happy he is. But, <laughs> but I, I want to say I don't think it's a safer option like, And then to you do can that. just, like, rock the baby. Yeah, I don't know. What if you rock it too hard? It just okay, why are you it? rocking it too hard? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i just really don't think it's safe to put a baby in a, a hammock to be quite something honest something i'll note i'll say is i've noticed that you are lame 
uh, as a parent, like there's been a lot of things that you're saying that you've been saying lately that you're like, I would never let my kid do this. I would never let my kid do that. I'm not gonna let my kids watch this certain type of movies and stuff. And I'm just like, you're lame. We both did not grow up with these restrictions that yeah. you want to impose on our kids. Why do you think we have and so many issues, out- dude? No, I'm, I'm perfect. I don't, I don't know, know what you're that talking one. about. I don't know. Definitely that one. watching movies like scary movies or other types of movies at a younger age did not affect me okay it affects people though it affects people differently and i don't want our Weak kid to ones, be messed up apparently because i had one of three and we all turned up i don't know okay, you're two of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know what you're I mean, that's pretty good odds <laughs> yeah, okay all right i guess um, i'll figure it out once we get there i don't i don't know all right you ready for the next story yes. i like this one okay Am I the a-hole? My husband pisses in bottles at night, and I'm annoyed. As the title states, my husband pisses in bottles at night to avoid leaving the room. A little backstory. This is something I have asked him not to do numerous times. We currently do not sleep in the same room. I am 37 weeks pregnant, and he snores. So we've just been separated for ease of sleep at this point. He had urinated in a few bottles while sleeping in our baby's nursery. I asked him to please not do that and just get up and use the restroom two steps from the bedroom. He claims he'll wake the dogs, which in turn will wake me, and he doesn't want to disrupt my sleep. I told him I would prefer he went to the bathroom and not urinate in bottles in our soon-to-be baby's room. I thought we'd gotten over it, but this morning I went in to turn his sound machine off as he had already left for work. I found an emptied bottle that clearly had urine in it at one point. I sent him a rage text saying it's fudging disgusting and have asked him not to do that again. He genuinely seems to think that he's doing me a favor by not getting up at night. The dogs bark regardless and my sleep is garbage at this point in pregnancy anyways. He doesn't see why it's a problem if he dumps it out in the morning. I tried to argue that even I get my happy pregnant ass up to use the bathroom. How many laws am I the a-hole? No. I think so. No, 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 no. And the excuse, I think it was an excuse of, okay. I'm doing this so not to wake you up so the dogs don't bark, you know? Because when she said, I'd rather you do that than this, yeah. his excuse is done and he keeps using it because he couldn't yeah. come up with another excuse. He couldn't say the truth. And the truth is, he is just lazy. Or he enjoys it. I don't know. One or the other. Either Maybe he way, just finds joy that's in it. so gross. Yeah, it's not the best thing to do. I'm not going to lie. It's so gross. I've peed in bottles a couple times in my life. Um, and I want to say, I don't know why this guy is opting for that instead of using the restroom. Because peeing in bottles is not fun. Okay, there's a couple There's a couple of issues with this, okay? Okay, you go. There's a couple of issues with peeing in bottles. It's not as, as perfect and beautiful as you guys might think it is quite frankly because one i don't think it's beautiful <laughs> because one that bottle only has so much capacity capacity and you know what i don't know how much pee i have in this body yes i kind of have an assumption but too many times have i been surprised <laughs> so i'll go into the bottle and be like yeah it, no, it's a bottle you know like it's it's like dude i can't feel this much with pee like i don't got that much inside of me and yo that it'd be rising up and it's like right here and i'm like oh dude like i don't think i'm gonna make it like it's a very it's already like oh i don't i don't and 
the worst the worst is when you overdo it you you have too much and you just have to force stop yourself and you're like well what now this bottle's full i don't got another one and i don't got i don't got anywhere else to do it so you know but to clarify for the people out there this wasn't necessarily by choice it was last week and you know it just <laughs> i wanted stop to experiment it. <laughs> no it was not by choice it's it's by that was the last resort last resort um uh, second thing that's wrong with peeing in the bottle mm -hmm. right i'm not gonna get too into it because it's a little bit you know too much okay. too too explicit but i i just want to say the thing <laughs> this thing up here is kind of small so okay i'm done <laughs> so you it's just not it's no it's no easy way to aim into it i'm just gonna say that there's no easy way to aim into it so if you're gonna go through with it, which I don't that recommend is so it, gross. I don't recommend it. But if you decide to go through, just expect that your hand is gonna get just you know a little bit sprinkled up. With oh my that. gosh! That's all I gotta say. And all I'm trying to advocate here is do not pee in bottles. It's not fun. And don't even get me started on cans. Oh my oh god! My a gosh. sharp object. Let's not. Just no. Don't go there. And it's much smaller than than the you bottle. You know what so. I will say? What is up? Because Okay, guy, girls couldn't do that, you know. We, Unfortunately. We, we yeah. couldn't do that. So we don't have that as an option as a last resort. But somehow we still live our lives without having to get into that point. So what is wrong with you guys that you guys have been needing? I think maybe I'm just surrounding myself with the wrong type of guys. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure every guy I'm alive... <laughs> Has done it. Has done it. <laughs> well, it's because it's like, it's but, there, you know, it's but available. How many girls in your life mm -hmm. have had to pee on the side of the road or on the street or anything similar? Not as many as uh, I'd wish to, you know? No, stop it. There isn't, you know? Maybe there is one, but no, I don't. I feel think like y'all so. do it in secret. I feel like you guys do, you, you do a side road pee and you don't tell. No, we don't. Y'all keeping that a secret. If. A girl has to go on the side of the road, like pull over and stuff. It must be bad. Yeah. It must be real bad. So this guy though is definitely the asshole. We barely talked anything about the story, but it's clear that he's just lazy. Yeah, and I can't. It's can't one be much of those better. things where we're not the person necessarily affected by it. Like he said, what does it matter if I dump it in the morning? But it's just the disgustingness of it that makes us right like it's you just too disgusting that we're right of making you stop or asking you to stop i think if you just change the bottle don't reuse it by the way bad choice no it's bad choice because that's that's I nasty i don't even want to picture like a plastic bottle out there in the world filled with pee like pee is meant to go in the toilet please let's not fill up this world with bottles of pee well you know i think it's okay just don't put them on the same place. What do they do at the doctors when they ask for a pee sample? I'm assuming they throw it into the sink afterwards. No, I don't think they <laughs> can reuse the cup. Yo, is there already a world filled with pee samples? Well, I nah, maybe I don't know. But you know what's funny? Last time that we went to the doctors, I <laughs> <laughs> it's so hilarious. Dude. Last time I went to the doctors, uh, they gave me the little cup sample. They give me the yeah the cup so I can do my, you know my business in there. And so I I went to the restroom you know I you know I just peed in there. Which, no, hold up, let me paint the picture. Okay. The ladies that gives you the cup says, yeah. 
You sit, go to the restroom. You sit. There's going to be a window. You'll place it there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. That's perfect. That's perfect. Okay. So I get the I get the cup. I go into the restroom. <laughs> I pee in it. And I want to say it's a healthy amount. I'm a healthy boy. That's all I got to say. And then I put the cup in the sink. You know, wash my hands. You know, uh-huh. I'm clean. And then I leave the restroom with my cup. And yes. I'm like, well, I don't want anybody to see this. So I kind of just like, you know, just put it real close to me. And just kind of like. I see you coming out. <laughs> yeah. Work. And I'm like, damn, where the fuck is this window at? <laughs> and, and, and then it. From my point of view, okay. Mm-hmm. You're coming out. I see you holding it, trying to hide it. Yeah. And it's you coming out of the door, right? So coming out of the door. Yeah. And right to your right, there's a window with the person behind it. Yeah. So that's exactly. So it. you look at me like. Like so, I'm like, and then look at you, like, and and then you know this is weird, (laughs) and the and the weird part that I was thinking in my head, I was like, I've never done this before, where I have to give it to a person to grab, which is nasty, right? Yeah, I'm like, every time I've done it, you just leave it next to the sink. Yeah, exactly. You leave it next to the sink. You just Mm -hmm. put it there, and that's it. You know, because every time that I've gone to do those kind of tasks, it's never been public. It's always been like a private bathroom that you use it. And and this one is right. It's in the lobby. It's in the main lobby, so I come out with my pee in the cup, and the everybody room. can see me yeah. with my pee in the cup. And I'm like, where the fuck is this window? And I'm like, oh. There's a window right yeah. there. So I'm like, are you? Are you? <laughs> like, is this, is, this, is this for you? <laughs> and the lady's like, no, there's a window inside the restroom for you to put it in. I'm like, oh, man. So just everybody in the lobby saw me just try to have the my pee. Like, yeah, he's like, I'm not touching that. So everybody just saw me try to get my pee cup to the lady. And then she's all like disgusted by it. And I just have to do a walk of shame back into the restroom. And, you know, there is a little tiny window in there. And it's not even a weird wing- real window. It's like a little metal, you know, like oh, thing that yeah. you just kind of slide down, put it in, and then you close it. Okay, which I'm like, how, that's okay, not a window, I, dude. I still haven't gone to that one so where is it is it to the left of the sink is it right across from the toilet like where so in this room is it think it's about a it four, like by f- four walls yeah so think about this there if you look forward you're peeing right yeah. there's a toilet you, you pee forward right next to it like right to the side of me is a metal container where you put it with a handle and that's it doesn't say anything. Just a metal container with a handle. No. So it didn't. It have a sign on top. You oh, I think there was a sign on top. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not gonna look up. You know, what am I gonna? What's, I don't have no business with looking big up. Red <laughs> so, and to me, I'm like, I've seen. I've gone to a lot of restrooms. You know, a lot of public restrooms, and I've seen little handles like this before. Where I'm like, oh, maybe you just grab onto it in case you're like, you know, a little loosey goosey with your legs, and you need to have more stability to pee. Or, I don't know, maybe you're having, like, a really bad dump thing. You just, you know, <clears throat> you know grab onto okay. something. You know, whatever it is. Um, or, or something, you just light it, and baby, babies change on that. You know, whatever it is. And they look different, but okay. Yeah. So, in my head, I didn't register that, hey, this is the quote-unquote window that you're supposed to put the cup in. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. It's tough times out here. Okay. Top comment here is, today I learned there are people desperately trying to be less attractive to the opposite sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, he sure, it up we stop wearing our makeup as often when we get married. But you guys, you guys really win with you guys really like this. I mean, uh, we can, you know, we we won. We we the chase is over. We're, we're chilling, you know. Okay. 
Uh, somebody said, not the hijo, just get him to wear adult n- n- nappies since he's in a nursery as well. I think nappies are like, uh, yeah. you know, adult diapers and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean, that says it all. I, I think he, um, I think he, yeah, I don't think he can win this battle. I'm sorry. That's definitely a loss for the guys out there. Um, but, you know, keep trying, my man. Maybe one day. Maybe one day she'll give up. Ready for the last story? Mm-hmm. Am I the hijo for walking away when my partner's family speaks in another language? I'm currently in a relationship with someone whose family is bilingual. My partner's entire family is entirely fluent in both the language I speak as well as another language. When we are with my partner's family, 95% of the time, they speak the language I know. However, anytime there's any sort of disagreement or argument, they switch to the other language until the disagreement is resolved. To me, this feels really rude. If we're in the car or at the table and they switch languages, I'll be sitting there for several minutes at a time feeling very excluded. They know I don't speak the other language. So to me, it feels like they're taking advantage of the language barrier to purposely exclude me. After several requests to not be excluded from conversations, I've started to just get up and walk away from wherever we are when they switch languages, which my partner feels is very rude of me. She says when I get up and walk away, I'm being an a-hole. I think it's a reasonable response in their being a-holes for excluding me. They're definitely the asshole. Not the OP, but OP's spouse. Yeah. Because it is rude. You are excluding someone. And I've said it before, we grew up in a way where it's rude to talk a different language when there's people present that can't speak that language. Yeah. If you are having a private conversation and there's other people in the room, but it's, it's clear that it's private. I don't think that it matters too much. Um, just because it's, it, you weren't meant to hear it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in a group setting, if you and I are just having a casual conversation and there's other people in the room, I'm going to speak to you in the language that everyone in the room can understand. Yeah. But <laughs> I like the butt because the butt is all I'm about. Go ahead. <laughs> the butt. That's what the butt's all I'm about. <laughs> um, I definitely been in situations where I do want to take advantage of the fact that only my brother and I in that room can speak the other language. Mm-hmm. I can get it, but it's a one-off, not a constant. And when someone has asked you not to you know what i'm saying i get you we're latinos right you guys know this you picked it up i know i'm very good with my english accent but i am a latino and and so is my wifey i have found whenever there's an argument it is both easier and better to argue in spanish because oh okay i see where you're coming because one when you argue in your native language it's easier to get out the words that you want to speak second oh my gosh arguments in spanish get heated yeah and it just sounds like passionate you know so there have been times where we have gotten into a little bit of a discussion and we'll jump to Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason I want to say is because it just sounds like, I don't like, know if, okay, it's, if it, sounds, it sounds you get your point across better. Like it just it just We uh, have the mm. extra gear to speak yeah. English and then we remove that gear we needed to turn <laughs> yeah. faster. <laughs> yeah. And you and, and we're speaking and, and, Spanish. And I wanna say maybe 
Maybe, yeah, it sucks that, that this dude, like, has or has already asked a few times, mm-hmm. hey, don't exclude me from my... I don't know why he wants to not be excluded from arguments. Because like, it's rude. If they're yeah. doing it this often that he has brought it up several times, how many times has he not brought it up? Yeah. Just being in a group setting and like, oh, okay, you guys are doing that again. I guess that does like, I can, I can see the downside for that. But... I think they're not necessarily always doing it on purpose. I, I can I can say that they're they're probably not putting effort into speaking the, the same language, mm-hmm. but they're probably not always doing it on purpose. I think they just it's an automatic switch. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes you just go pa and you just switch into your other language. Also, it's weird because there's certain people that I speak to that speak both languages, but just natural. Like, there's an on and off switch where <laughs> I didn't assign that off and on switch, yeah. but it's just there that when I'm speaking to a specific person, I'll speak one of the languages primarily. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it is. You know, yeah. if that person speaks both, my person will assign, my brain will assign English here, Spanish here, English yeah. here, Spanish there. And when you're with your family, if Spanish or this other language is your prim- was your first language, yeah. then it's more likely than not that... That's going to be your automatic language. Yeah. But I don't think that that's it. I think if if someone brings it up to you, something that's automatic suddenly comes to your attention. Yeah. And then you can't unsee it. So they are aware. Yeah. I wonder what kind of arguments um, they're having, though. Like, to what extent? Because if it's just a regular argument, uh, oh, the Super Mario Bros. movie wasn't even that good. And then they go into Spanish for some reason. A little weird, you know. But if I if I get it, where they're like, "Oh, don't even get me started about Tia, Maria, oh," and then they all go into Spanish, right? Because yeah. you know, or whatever it is that they're going to. Because the there's that different I levels. Pictured it was more like, let's say we're around the dinner table, and maybe we're out around the ta- like a restaurant yeah. at the table, and we're eating, and it's like, "Pendeja, ya te dije que cierres la boca cuando comes," you know, yeah. something like that. And then, like, that's how it starts, just because they want to yeah. say something without anyone else hearing. <laughs> Which is completely, like, I can see that happening. You, you know? know? It seems it's pretty like, reasonable. Yeah. Pero es que te tengo que decir, no hables como está comiendo. Hey, no le vas a mi hija así, ¿eh? Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. Uh, so, it just depends on the levels, you know? Yeah. Uh, but definitely, yeah, it's definitely rude. Uh, but he did add a note here. He said... I haven't started the beginning stages of trying to learn this other language myself, but it's going to be quite some time before I'm anywhere near flowing enough to keep up. Yeah, especially when... If uh, it's a fast-paced it's fast, language. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it's fast-paced, it's hard to keep up with any arguments or even conversations sometimes. Um, somebody uh, or top comment here was, Info, which one of the language is their native language? The one you understand or the one you don't understand? Because most of the time, it's easier to argue in your native mm-hmm. language. Which is what I'm saying. It's just easier that way. Uh, somebody commented underneath that one saying, agreed, when emotions run high, it is easier for the brain to switch to default mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, Which is really shows you how little we try to think things through when we're mad. Yeah. Maybe we should try to stick to English just because it'll slow us down in our <laughs> anger. Yeah, so we're not so hot-headed all the time. Yeah. Uh, somebody commented, this happens to me too. My partner's family has heated disagreements in a language I don't speak. And it's honestly a bit uncomfortable to be sitting there not knowing why they're fighting and only understanding the tension. My partner often doesn't explain it to me and says it wasn't important. So I'm just left with the feelings. I should leave more than I do. Though sometimes 
depending what the other language is, people might think you're having a heated argument yeah. and we're <laughs> having the best times. <laughs> yeah, it's just about the passion, you know? Just yeah. how much, yeah, just the oomph into the words that you, that you put. Honestly, it, maybe just put a translator down. <laughs> Whenever they get into an Apps argument, are getting so good. Yeah, put it or even put a ear earplug or whatever, uh, your earphone. It translates. Have it translate to you so you can understand it, and then like if they are talking about you, maybe you find out. If they're not, then just chime in in English. Whenever they're talking about something, you're they're like they're talking about whatever it is, and then you're like, wait, no one did kill that pig. What are you guys talking about? And then they're like, no, what? you know what? <laughs> That's a great way to find out if it's on purpose or not. Because mm. if it's not on purpose, they might not even catch it. Yeah. Because there's times where we are watching a show and it's half Spanish, half English, and it takes us a while to even realize that they're speaking both languages. Yeah. Just because we, we understand both. So yeah, yeah. So it's like la 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 la. la. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Has this been half Spanish the whole time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Facts. Or last one here. Mm -hmm. Dedicate the next month or two to learn another language and start talking and just start talking that language around them all the time <laughs> so they don't understand you and you know what else have arguments with yourself that's it that's in it, different voices you need to develop another voice as yeah. well <laughs> another yeah. persona for this new language one that's a little lower and one's a higher pitch <laughs> yeah yeah just do that and uh we'll see what happens there but yeah i'll come back to start to see if there's any updates on the road it comes to okay it's a restaurant okay yeah and they're having dinner and he has been doing what you suggested and they start speaking another language he takes off his coat and the shirt underneath is like half and half and, and Just, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what you should do uh, go that two-phase route that's what's up yeah. that's what's up and that brings us to the end of this episode i hope you guys enjoyed and uh you know i know we're silly but uh i hope you guys like us this way uh and i hope you like the stories i think these are really fun stories for today and again hit the subscribe button you know you want to just hit the subscribe button when you're at it hit the little bell thing too so you guys know when we upload because you know we're always on point with that reasons yeah just yeah <laughs> i don't need to explain to you you don't know me <laughs> um we always upload 12 a.m every uh sunday sunday and uh yeah you know how it is and with that being said i hope you guys have a great day great week great month great minute great year great life great second and uh see you in the next one yeah see you see you in the next one you just didn't want me to be the last one to say it, huh see you guys later bye anybody who's new who's looking at this video for the first time subscribe bro join us in this crazy neighborhood of ours and uh you know just have some fun silly times with us hear some reddit stories and let's see where the heck this goes we'll see you in the next one laters